Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Influence on your money with Money FM 89.3. And we're live on Influence. And today I take you to a luxury yacht in the Caribbean to fulfill one of my wildest career dreams. We're going to sail around the world on a luxury yacht surrounded by amazing food. In Influence today, we meet celebrity chef Lisa Mead, originally from Queensland, Australia. Lisa has for the last 27 years worked on super yachts, cooking for some of the world's most influential. She's cooked for the likes of the Rolling Stones, Hugh Grant as well, I understand. Lisa, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am doing really well. I know it's actually evening and that you are on land now, uh, but help us understand, Lisa, where in the world are you joining us from? <laughs> yes, it, it looks a bit dark where I am. It's it's evening and it's uh, the British Virgin Islands. I'm actually on land very briefly on the island of Tortola, of which in the British Virgin Islands is about 60 of the islands all close together. And we're not far from Puerto Rico if you're looking at a map. Oh, it's so exciting to meet a traveling celebrity chef, Lisa. We must talk about food. But first, let us share with listeners the Singapore connection. You lived here for a while when you were a child. I did. It's some of my favorite childhood memories. I I finished uh, primary and started a little bit of high school in Singapore. And just incredible memories. I, I loved growing up there. It was incredible. This was in the 70s, was it? Late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. I I just have such great memories of, you know, after school getting little bags of curry sauce and parada to enjoy as my afternoon snack. And we lived out at what was then Nisun, uh, I think it's Jisun now, um, when the kampongs were still around. And it was just such a cool place to grow up. That's so great to hear. I wonder, has any of our cuisine, any uh, Singaporean tastes made it to the sort of food that you serve up on these beautiful yachts now? Every week, oh. 100%. Yeah, every week. Your uh, Singapore is, is influenced in my menus all the time. Um, I, most of my charter guests are from the United States. Uh, so for Quite a few. It's a new flavor and a new taste, and they love it. They really enjoy it. Oh, I'd, I need to hear about some recipes. I mean, do you have a variation of chicken rice or, um, I don't know, prata or maybe satay? What, what do you like to incorporate? I, I definitely do satay pretty much every week. In <laughs> fact, I think last week that was on the menu. <laughs> Laksa, I mean, everything. Yeah, I just I try and mix it up a little bit. It's, it's a very multicultural menu. Um, Indian, Singapore food, Japanese, uh, Thai, everything, uh, as well as obviously Mediterranean flavors as well. Okay, before we talk about the sort of food um, that you need to serve these charter guests, can you help us visualize the sort of super yachts you are on and the sort of jet set crowd that um, your work entails being up close with? So there's all different types of boats uh, that I've, I've been working on. So it might vary from motor yachts, or uh, sailing yachts, so uh, and catamarans, all luxury boats of varying sizes, and think multiple crew. Um, generally, the boats take up to twelve guests. The staterooms are really big, um, so quite luxurious. 
Uh, you can have fresh floral arrangements brought in regularly. There's stewardesses that take care of your every need from housekeeping to serving you food and drinks. Um, it's just pure indulgence, um, whatever you need they get. And as far as food goes, if it's something special, then we fly it in. For example, I've been spoiling our guests with um, fish from Australia um, that gets flown in from the States um, or kangaroos sometimes just oh. to sort of give a hint of Australian uh, in the cuisine. Yeah, That's beautiful. So we must talk about the sort of food um, that you are associated with as a chef. Um, how, how is your cuisine influenced by, I suppose, your experiences and, and what you love? Um, what I try and do is wherever I am in the world, I try to bring in, incorporate the, the natural products, the natural fruit and vegetables or fish from the area into the menu. So obviously I'm in the Caribbean. There's a lot of Caribbean flavours that I try and influence in my dishes. Um, there's uh, a lot of Indians that originated here in uh, the early days. So there's kind of curry flavours, um, obviously the jerk seasonings of Jamaica, um, I was just thinking the jerk chili. I mean, that's changed my life since I had goat curry with that little tiny jerk chili pepper oh, in it. Yes, oh, so good. Beautiful. Yeah, so I, I, I try and infuse that, the, the local cuisine with other flavors from other parts of the world, sort of a fusion of different things. And also it depends on, on the chart, I guess. These days a lot of people have issues with allergies and so you have to incorporate that into your menu. Right. Um, you know, everyone has different tastes. So every menu every week is different depending on the guest's needs. It's an amazingly huge food vocabulary you must have. <laughs> um, I wonder, to, yes. right? I mean, and continually evolving as well. Can you share with us um, maybe a recipe that is pretty easy from the Caribbean that we here in Singapore could whip up like that? Gosh, an easy Caribbean dish. Oh, Caribbean-inspired, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd probably go with, with, with the, the, the jerk seasonings um, because that is ultimately Caribbean. And for that, you're looking at um, scotch bonnet peppers, cinnamon, uh, cumin, um, paprika, oh, and then you turn it into a paste. And I serve it with a, a pineapple relish, so cucumber and pineapple chopped up really finely. Then I do like a mango glaze so I get fresh mangoes and turn that into a glaze uh, with garlic and onion and sort of stew it down and then cool it mm. uh, and then we have what's called plantains which look a bit like bananas but they're more starchy and you wait till the skin's quite dark on the outside because then they're sweeter and then they get turned into basically like uh, chips crisps yes. and that's used as a garnish on the dish um and it's just it's really yummy and for singaporeans it kind of it has a feel of of the flavors of singapore in a certain way with the spice love it love the feel of that dish uh, the fire and the sweetness um and the fruity flavors the tropical flavors and um, that suits us i've been i've been having my um I, I'm not sure if I could con should confess this to a chef, but somebody's been whipping up for me <laughs> spicy salads because I'm Singaporean. So even when I eat salads Yum. that are cool, I need to have a bit of spice in them. <laughs> That's what's oh, on my I menu. Totally <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. you and, and if people want to find out more about your menus, you actually have a cookbook out, right? I do. Yes, it's available pretty much on any online cook 
bookshop, basically, um, Fine Dining Made Easy, Galley Gourmet with Chef Lisa Mead. And basically what it is is it's years of favourite recipes of my guests that I've made simple but they look like something you'd get in a restaurant because I'm making it in a galley, which is the kitchen on a boat. Right. Therefore, it's easy for very busy home cooks. So it's it's not as difficult as some of the recipe books out there. You can whip it up after a busy day at work and it looks impressive and tastes great. Oh, fantastic. Um, I, I know there are lots of busy moms. I was just talking to one yesterday. She said she prefaces every meal she serves her kids who are like two, four and six. She prefaces it with eat at your own peril. So there are a lot of women <laughs> there who are really, really busy. Um, we're going to appreciate that you've made fine dining easier because of the limitations. Very interesting to think of a galley kitchen. Um, small space, really difficult space. But in that space, you've, you've managed to whip up some amazing meals for some incredible people. Can you share with us some of the unforgettable people you've cooked for? Yes, um... There, there are some I won't unfortunately be able to mention due to NDA, non-disclosure agreements, because um, that's what you have to do in our business. Um, but uh, I've cooked for Mariah Carey, oh, wow. um, which, yes, very interesting lady. Um, she liked to have a selection of, of different um, main courses every night, so there'd be 10 different ones that she would have little tastes of. So that was quite interesting. It kept me on my toes for the 10 days I was with her. <laughs> 10 main um, courses huh? for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> we, um, do you remember Chevy Chase from the National Lampoon? Oh, yes. Movies? He, uh, he wasn't actually a guest on the boat, but he, we were anchored off the island of St. Barton, the French West Indies, and he swam up to the boat because he just was fascinated by it and wanted to know if it was available to charter and the clients that were on board ended up inviting him and his family for, for lunch. So that, that was just a, a random occurrence that, that happened, which was pretty neat. Uh, I've done sing-alongs with Pete Townsend from The Who uh, and his guests and the crew on board boats. Um, you, uh, Kathleen Turner, a famous actress, yes. uh, was fascinating to have on board. Uh, obviously, Hugh Grant was was lovely. What, uh, what is Hugh Grant lovely, like? Lovely, really nice person. Very, very sweet, down to earth. What does he very like? Cool. Enjoy eating in terms of food. Everything. Yeah, very easy. <laughs> <laughs> Not difficult. Not difficult. Oh, okay, so. No. My goodness, what a list. Oh, my goodness. You could write such an amazing book. Have you written a book about all these experiences? I am, actually, I am in the process of writing a book, which is the same as the podcast that I do, Tales from a Luxury Yacht Chef. So ah. some of the names have changed just so I don't get myself in trouble. But, yes, there are definitely going to be a lot of stories. Oh, fab- fabulous. Yeah. Tales from a – tell us about this podcast of yours. How did it get started? It sounds like you've got – a lot to do on a daily basis. And how did podcasting happen for you? Well, uh, when uh, COVID hit, um, I relocated back to Australia for a couple of years. In fact, just only came back to the Caribbean in November. Uh, And while I was there, I was thinking um, I'd had a TV show here in the British Virgin Islands and I, I just missed interacting with people. And I thought, well, how can I connect with the world through media in some way, and um, someone mentioned setting up a podcast, and I thought, oh, that could be really interesting, and and so it just sort of started with me 
chatting with crew that I'd worked with internationally or past charter guests, owners of super yachts, and then anyone that sort of crossed my path that I found interesting. And it, it's it's great. I really enjoy it. I'm, I'm doing it here in the British Virgin Islands. In fact, I just finished speaking to a guest of mine that is the president of RCA Records. So he had some great stories about all the famous pop stars that are on his label. So oh. that was pretty cool. Oh, that sounds like a fantastic series. And what is the title of the podcast so people can look for it on Spotify? Uh, it's called uh, Tales from a Luxury Yacht Chef. Perfect. Perfect. And um, is there an unforgettable story from that podcast that stays with you, that has stayed with you? Uh, I, I guess it's probably a story of my own, actually. Um, so I was I was working on this motor yacht and we uh, unfortunately had an issue where the boat started sinking and <laughs> we were anchored off an <laughs> island and so um, I had been in the, the shower getting ready to change for the evening and as I opened up the door, uh, I waded out into water that was above my knees and the galley, the, sorry, the crew quarters are on the lowest level of the boat. So I sort of got upstairs quite quickly and realised that we were in a bit of trouble uh, and we had this multi-repeat guest on board who um, is a lovely lady but maybe a little bit high maintenance and I was basically telling everyone they needed to get what was important to them so that we could get them into the, the, the dinghy to get them off the boat. Right. And as I was passing her, she she wanted me, she wanted to know if she could have some nibblies, a platter of food to snack on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, it took every ounce of my poker face to be calm and say, it might be best if you actually go and get what you need because we... We're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that is unreal! These are great stories. I'm going to have to tune into this podcast. Um, yeah. you've, cooked for, you've cooked for royalty. You've cooked for heads of state. In your opinion, is there one dish that never fails to impress? Gosh, that's a tricky question. Uh, one dish. Hmm. Well, see, it's a tricky answer because everybody has different tastes. But I'll tell you this. We mentioned satay chicken before. And I have to say, across the board, I know it's it's not like a Michelin star answer, but everybody loves it, whether they've had it before or it's the first time. I honestly can say whether they were royalty or whatever their background Everybody has loved that dish without fail. Oh, that's so interesting. That is so interesting. Is there a, a Lisa Mead hack for satay? <laughs> um, the, the way I do it on the boat is, yes, it's a bit of a, it's, it's a mild cheat. I, I tend to use Thai red curry paste and <gasps> crunchy peanut butter and coconut milk and soy sauce and Thai sweet chilli and garlic and ginger. Um, it's... It's a quick way of getting it done, tastes great, and it it's, suits the flavours of American taste buds because they love that crunchy peanut butter flavour in there. 
So, yeah, it's not completely traditional, but it's it's very popular. Love that. I'm going to try that tonight, Lisa. Uh, Lisa Mead is my guest here on Influence. I have to ask you, how did this happen? I mean, it's a difficult question to answer. How does one become a celebrity chef? And then how does one become a traveling celebrity chef on luxury yachts? Well, um, love brought me into this industry originally. I fell in love with an a Aussie chef in Australia and he had been working on yachts previously and had decided way back when that it was time for him to go back and experience that again. So he said, follow me and we're going to this place called the British Virgin Islands, which I've never heard of. So we were planning to stay, I think, for a month and go on to work in London. And then five years later, I think he said, um, let's go. And I said, I think I'm, I'm good. I'm going to actually stay. <laughs> and so that, that he, he was a very big connecting factor in me uh, having this career. Absolutely fantastic. Now, I'm going to ask you about, a, a, you know, we often hear about imposter syndrome and women who are in the C-suite, you know, rising through the ranks. And I just wonder, as a chef, are there, were, were there any moments, I mean, obviously now you're established, you're cooking for Mariah Carey and the Rolling Stones, but were there moments along the way when you think, am I really a chef? Can I do this? And how do you get over that? Every day, every single day. In our, in our industry, we always say you're only as good as your last meal. You can be getting a standing ovation the night before and then something might go wrong the next day. So there's that constant pressure to perform every time you do a meal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, every single day. Yeah, I feel that too, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand that completely as, as a performer at some level. Uh, Lisa, before we let you go, what do you say to young people out there who are dreaming of becoming professional chefs? What do they need to know? Well, they need to message me uh, at my Chef Lisa Mead Instagram page uh, and I can give them all the information they need. But basically, um, there are a few things that you need, certifications that all yacht crew need, which one is STCW certificate, which is required by all crew anywhere in the world. It's a five-day course on safety at sea. Uh, and then a medical certificate that's specific to our industry. Some culinary background is important but not essential. You certainly don't need to have a yachting background because most of the time you're working in the galley. Uh, and then there's a, a whole bunch of crew agencies that are global and just going online and typing in, you know, yacht crew agencies will, will help you find them. Getting on social media platforms that have pages that uh, list jobs for yacht chefs or other crew jobs, um, Facebook, Instagram, they all have those. Uh, and feel free to reach out to me. I'm, I've been lucky enough to be helped along the way in this industry and I'm more than happy to help anyone that's interested in doing this as a, a living. It's an incredible career to have. You get to see the world and you get paid for it. And you meet amazing people and I, I honestly... I'm so lucky to have this as a job. Well, I'm so glad that we're connected on Instagram because I have a lot of questions on how I can get that job. <laughs> Lisa, I know it's really late in the evening there and that's why it's so dark. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us and for sharing some great, great insights into an amazing life. Can't wait to welcome you when you do make your way here to Singapore. When will you be here? In September. Okay, we look forward to that. Maybe having you here in the studio live. Lisa Mead, Celebrity Chef this morning here on Influence. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you very much for having me. And that's Influence. I'm Michelle Martin. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Incredible. Lisa Mead sharing a recipe, um, her hack for fantastic satay. 
uh, I'm going to try that sauce myself, I have to say. And, so, you know, we're Singaporeans. We love to know the nuts and bolts, the certifications needed to become uh, a chef that is able to cook on those amazing celebrity yachts. I want to know how I can get started, really. Uh, and I want to hear more of Lisa's stories, I have to say. So do check out her podcast as well on Spotify. This has been Influence. I'm Michelle Martin. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.